silly me. I went and did it again. Spirit of 420 here. I forgot to tell you the title of uh, this episode. Spirit of 420 presents The Night My Wife Nearly Died. Uh, yep, that's it. Uh, I don't really have anything else to say right now except uh, enjoy a good bowl on me. And enjoy the episode. Bye-bye. Hello again, everyone. Spirit of 420 here. Uh, because everything I do is so 420. And uh, as my intro says, uh, of course it doesn't say it, so <clears throat> I will speak it. Uh, the facts that I share on here are 100% true, uh, and I can prove it, and the opinions are mine. Can't have them, but you're more than welcome to share them. So, let's get right into it. You know, part of why I'm doing these stories in the beginning is because really y'all don't know me yet. Uh, I'm extremely motivational. Uh, inspirational. Uh, obviously, as a salesman, I'm very persuasive, um, tend to be quite funny, but my comfort zone yet isn't there because I'm not talking to real people. You know, I can talk in uh, to one to a thousand people in uh, real life, and it's no problem. Talk to a camera, I'm learning and finding that comfort zone, and it may take a little bit of time. And of course, uh, part of what I'm doing here by telling these stories is introducing you folks to me. Uh, why would you believe? anything I have to say without getting to know me, you know, and uh, what is it I want you to believe? Well, the number one thing that I want you to believe is that uh, there's multiple things, but the number one is that God is real. Number two, you individually are special. And number three, everything we do has a purpose, good or bad. The good only happens because of the bad, and we have to keep that in mind. So, moving right along on that note, you know, I will be sharing a lot of stories here early uh but i'm probably going to start doing some live uh you know live cast or whatever they're called live stream there you go sorry get with the day dummy uh bottom line i will start doing that here soon and i'll probably retell some of these stories for the people that want to chat and ask questions and all that kind of good jazz so know that uh, if there's a story that you like or something that you want to hear again you know please leave a comment and let me know but uh, again i'll probably be redoing them as time goes on but I figured some of the big stories were necessary to go ahead and start giving you guys a real understanding of, you know, uh, my belief in God and how it came to be. The one that most clinched it, uh, and what I mean by that is I always had a relationship with God. So I'll preface the story real quick to understand that I always had a preface with God, or a relationship with God. Studied multiple religions. I was raised, uh, I was baptized, if you will, Episcopalian. Uh, ended up going to obviously Episcopalian services, but also also went to Presbyterian as well as Methodist. Um, to give you an idea, in 2007, obviously I dealt drugs and never lost God, but had a lot of misunderstandings, if you will, or misconceptions. Um, but what was funny is in 07, I ended up reading the Quran, and I, I won't get into all of it right now, but it's the same archangel, uh, Gabriel, that uh, comes to Muhammad, peace and blessings be upon him. They came to both, uh, you know, uh, King David as well as uh, came to Mary and Joseph. And not to get religious or anything like that, but when I learned all these facts in 07, I converted to Islam. And I still probably hold that conversion. What I do know is that there is a God. And when, uh, in 2016, uh, my wife, this was part of, you know, this, this culmination of really understanding God, if you will, but I already alluded to this in an, in an earlier episode, but my wife was hit by a car. It was doing about 40, 45 miles an hour. She was a pedestrian walking across the road. 
and this car hit her in the middle of a turn. Now, I don't think that she would have survived, number one, had it been uh, straight on because the centrifugal force was being thrown in such a way that uh, she didn't take the full blunt of the car. But it did hit her, nonetheless, and it threw her, you know, many, many yards. Uh, and this side of her head hit the windshield, and then this side of her head, when she landed, hit the pavement. So she stu suffered a lot of neurological damage. And something I want to backtrack to is before it even happened, um, you know, we were not in the best of places financially. We were struggling. We were doing the best we could. Uh, but like many families, this was 2016, and, and we were, you know, having some trouble. I was trying to get some projects off the ground. But I did have a job. And, and My wife had a job. I'll bleep that name because I'm not ready for you folks to know my name yet. Or, or you'll figure it out, but, you know, say lovey. Uh, nonetheless, we were, we were having a lot of financial troubles, as I said. That night, she went to my son's uh, football game, or, excuse me, booster meeting for uh, football and for other things for the school, and she did not have cell phone service. Like I said, things were kind of tough. But, obviously, like many phones, she could Wi-Fi connect. And, uh, and in lieu of asking a other parent, another parent to borrow the phone, which I get, you know, everybody has their, their pride. She decided to walk across the street and was hit. Well, about eight 35, uh, the booster meeting was eight o'clock and eight 30 rolled around and then eight 35 hit. And I looked over my mother and, and she looked at me and we both had the same, just deep gutted feeling that something had happened and she wasn't able to get in touch with me. So I immediately jumped in the car and rushed up to where the school was and as I was coming to the school I passed through the intersection and the ambulance was there and uh, I already knew it but I didn't want to you know I didn't want to admit it uh, but I already knew that the ambulance was there for my wife and and there was a police car and everything else but I quickly uh, pulled into the school which was diagonally across the intersection and she wasn't there obviously uh, and then I quickly went back over there, parked at the scene, and then walked out. By that time, the ambulance had just left. I think I almost saw it as I was waiting at the light. Uh, and then, of course, the officer came out, and we exchanged some information. I asked if it was such and such a person. And she said, yes, it was. So I immediately am where the hospital that she was going to. And I immediately jumped in the car and, and knew what was going on and knew that it was a, a very horrible night. Now, I can go into the details and bore you that. But the reality is, it wasn't as bad as you would think, considering she was a pedestrian. Uh, she only broke her femur. I believe that's what it's called, the backbone of the calf there, the one that's a bow. Um, that one literally got hit so hard that it bowed so much it fractured in multiple places. Other than that, she had no broken bones. Um, she did have a bit of a displaced hip. and Like I said, she took two blows to the head, one from the windshield, one from the pavement. So there was neurological damage, um, but she was pretty much there. <laughs> Three days later, she was literally walking around, amazingly. But it was very dramatic, and we went through a lot of hell. And like I said, there's still memory loss today. Uh, and within days, we were sitting there at home. Uh, and I won't go into, again, all the details. I can save that for another time. But there was a particular movie on, and while I was talking to my wife about God and everything happens for a reason and that this was going to end up turning in, because by then I'd already figured out. We'd actually already talked to, talked to a lawyer, uh, spoken to a lawyer, excuse me, and we knew for a fact that this guy had um, 
good coverage so you know he was a, he was a 20 year old he was a young driver and he made a huge mistake but he did have coverage and he had the coverage to take care of my wife and take care of the damages and all the things that that occurred which a lot did and we knew already you know we were talking about it but it was literally like a sign from god and that that night um we were having this discussion and multiple things kept just lining up and that was the first time and what i mean my multiple things is no matter what instance or occurrence in my life that i could think of that was horrible it was always the catalyst to a better even greater event down the road and i never felt closer to god than than in that moment now i've had closer time since but up until then i had never felt as close to god as i would as as i did that night and i truly realized that you know i never from that moment forward and let's face it we still have days we all have those moments but uh i really from that moment forward knew that 100 percent, without a doubt there was a god and that everything was happening just as it needed to happen in order for us to do what we needed to do we had wanted to move somewhere for a very long time this settlement ended up coming through and within two years uh, less than two years within a year and a half which was very fast too by the way settlements usually take much longer uh, but within a year and a half we got the settlement and got to move where we wanted to and we've been trying to get there since oh i think it was like 2009 when we first discussed moving where we are <coughs> so nonetheless um Yep, I know, there's that nonetheless thing again. Hey, I'm not perfect, and I'm going to continue to try to do better. But regardless, um, it really was the, you know, it was it was a night of epiphanies. I've told people the story before, and, and I'll, I'll do it live, but, it, you know, it felt like just, to me, miracle after miracle, because it was proof that this had to happen in order for this great thing to happen. And these were life-changing moments many times. And sometimes the bad occurrence was almost as life-changing you know as the the positive but the reality is it's a balance you can't have one without the other how could you possibly know a great day if you haven't had a fucking horrible one you know how could you thank god for the great things if you don't thank god for the horrible things because you would only know those great things you only experience those great things because of the horrible things so with that said back on to uh track of the show um always try to share something strange My wife says I'm going to run out of these, but, you know, hey, what it is, what it is. Uh, but nonetheless, I always want to share something strange. And today, uh, I just want to share the fact that it's always have to, you know, numbers. Uh, I kind of run my life by numerology. And I don't know if anybody knows numerology, but every number has a base number. And you get that by adding the sum of the number. So, like, for instance, if it was 316, the sum of that number actually is 10. And then if you add 1 and 0... Some of that number is one. So the base number for 316 is one. So uh, when I, I have a real thing with primes, I have a real thing with seven, that's my lucky number. And I have a real thing for uh, numerology and odds. So put that all together, uh, like my stereo, I always try to end on odds. Or funny enough, I try to end on a... Uh, base number of seven that's where you know so my stereo many times in my car lately now it stays on 25 if not it boosts all the way up to 34 and then i'm blasting my ears but hey i love loud music but i just think that's odd you know uh, i don't know too many people who run their life so much by numerology but uh, again sharing things that are strange everything happens for a reason is uh the next thing i always try to 
to share. So as I said, I'm going to retell some of these stories and I, I will retell this one. Sorry, I'm looking down at you. I got to get better about that. I was playing with my pot. It's something I do when I talk. So if you can't see it, just know I'm playing with my marijuana. Anyway, uh, everything happens for a reason. So I briefly discussed, um, and I'll just give her a fake name because again, I'm trying to, to also protect those people that I'm telling stories about. Uh, but we'll just call her Stacy. And Stacy was my neighbor from the time I was two years old and we started bathing uh, right away. I mean, our parents, this was the 70s, so our parents didn't hesitate to bathe us when we were two and three. Needless to say, we ended up being very sexual, playing doctor. I mean, you name it, we did all of it. By the time we were eight, we had been caught completely, you know, 100% naked. Uh, and by 11, <clears throat> again, I'm not going to tell the full story. I ended up putting it in for about probably what amounted to 15, 20 seconds at the best. It did not come. It felt very strange. I was 11 years old. So I pulled it out. She told me to put it back in. I said, no. She said, we'd never do this again. I said, no problem. Well, many people would think that that is a horrible thing that, you know, now I don't get that. You know, that's kind of a bad time in life considering this was not only the girl that I shared all these experiences with, but she was quite a, a best friend. I had two best friends, one female, one male. Lost him the next year. Told you about that. Uh, we'll go into it more later. But anyway, I digress. Uh, the point is, I came back and visited her. So that was 11 years old. I came back and visited her when I was 18 years old. And she was now 19. Or was I 17? Might have been 17. Either way, at 18... No, that's right. Because uh, the one was just freshly born. So I went back and saw her when I was 17 and she was 18. She now had three kids. Started at 16, 16, 17, 18. Uh, and funny enough, they were with the very next guy that she started fooling around with. So I ask you, if that's not a blatant miracle in someone's life, I wasn't supposed to go down that track. I had, and the Lord had other plans for me than to, you know, and that's why I made the decision. I didn't know it at the time. And it was horrible. I mean, it was a nasty little breakup, if you will. But, hey, if I hadn't, I'd probably be sitting here with three kids and still living in where she's living. So we'll leave it at that. As I said earlier, uh, you know, I'm extremely strange. And one of my taglines uh, here, I'll give it to you. But it really does come to light because everybody out here is, is strange in their own way. And most people don't realize just how normal strange actually is. So with that said, everybody has opinions and they all smell like assholes, right? Mine stink like coffee and dank ass weed thank you again for watching till next time have a great afternoon great evening great morning great whatever time of the day it is for you just one last closing thought and that is literally what it's about is thought I have so much I want to share, and one of the ways that I feel like I know God is real is that the thoughts I have in my head are so much more articulate than the thoughts I'm able to verbally share or even write down when I go to do it. Now, I think by recording this and recording, I, you know, doing these recordings, if you will, doing these videos, I'm going to get better at that. So that's really what I hope to, to accomplish. Just that last little thought I want to share with you. Thanks a lot again. Till next episode.
Yeah.